Hi, everyone. I'm Erin Bagwell. And I'm Diana Matthews. Welcome to Feminist Wednesday's Beaver Talk, the podcast where we give Hollywood unsolicited advice about feminism. In our world, RuPaul mentors me in my dreams. What's the Tea is our sister podcast. And Michelle Visage is just a tweet away. Join us as we deep dive into all the things that fire us up about film and television, the glorious, the misogynistic, and the groundbreaking. This is Beaver Talk. Hello, hello, hello. Hello. <laughs> we are so excited today. We have a very, very special guest. Hi. Anthony Axum, <laughs> aka Miss Ease, is in the house. Woo woo. She's a Brooklyn rapper, designer. I feel like the other day on Instagram, I was obsessing over this like game that you fabricated out yes. of like who yeah. knows what in your house. So I would like to call you like a craftswoman or. Yes. What's a crafty or, lady? Yeah, crafty lady. How are <laughs> Paper you? Paper mache wizard. Yes, Yes. exactly. That's what I was really going for. (laughs) Yeah, I'm good. Thank you guys for having me on the show. Of course. Thanks for being here. How's your day going? How's everyone doing here in the Beaver Dam? I'm doing good. I'm really excited to chat about all the things we have on the pieces of paper in front of us. I know. We're going to do a little deep dive about RuPaul's Drag Race, which is like my dream episode. It's like my favorite thing ever. Yes. I love RuPaul. I know. (laughs) Anthony, we should say that we went to Winter's Ball, the Drag Race Winter Ball together. It was so magical. I see Winter's looked so beautiful. I like keep looking at a picture. Ivy Winter's. (laughs) I keep looking at the picture of her. I'm like, goals. Yeah. Squad goals. Were any of the All Stars there? Were all the All Stars there? Who was there? Um, I don't think Sharon th- was there. I mean, Sharon Needles is a, is a winner. Um, from season five, six. Right. Um, lots of winner. I mean, and favorites like Ginger Minj. Ginger Minj, yeah. Um, who else was there? Thorgy Thor was there. Oh yeah, Thorgy. Oh, Thorgy. Thorgy. She played um, All Stars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She yeah. played the violin for us. Of course, that's what she does. It was great. It was an all-star cast. It was Manila. Lit. Manola. How do you say her name? Manila she... was there. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, Fifi. Yes. Also. Fifi O'Hare. Yeah. Yeah, it was great. It was really magical. It was so, so magical. They did a great job. <laughs> and it was such good energy, too. Like, everyone there was, like, so into it. And yes. wasn't it on, like, a Sunday night at, like, 10? It was, like, really bizarro time. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but everyone was, like, super pumped, even though it was Sunday. Yeah. The love in the room was was strong that's how it always is though that's how drag race the vibe is always so loving that's what i love about that show for sure um shanthony before we dive into more rupaul ness i'd love to know kind of was there any piece of media or film or television that like really influenced you growing up like do you have any old school faves well i was like super super sheltered growing up (laughs) and so i couldn't watch a lot but one thing i really loved and i actually recently started revisiting it which now i'm seeing how it's partially problematic, but it's still funny. <laughs> <laughs> and Living Color. Oh, yeah. And then like, I wanted to be a fly girl, right? Oh, I was my like, God. they look amazing. They're like popping it super hard. Yeah. And that show was like really funny. Some of the jokes, they, they, were, they weren't landing completely yeah. like in this more woke <laughs> climate. <laughs> yeah. But it's still, it's still funny. I need to it's get on show. Living Color. I yeah. Don't know that YouTube. One. Oh, it's, it's, it's like a sketch comedy show, um, but it's. It's, it's a mostly um, African-American cast. Yeah. yeah. And then Jim Carrey was on there. He's yeah. such a like, goober on there. He's fantastic. Uh, so it's, it's good. 
There's a lot of uh, it's like all star cast. D- they did the um Bruno Mars Cardi B, isn't that isn't there? Yes, yes, yeah, the video. Of that. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the thing about that's I the feel joy like about I've watching seen the it. Intro, like I feel like I. You, no, I remember sure it have. being around and seeing it, and but yeah. I think I was too young when it came out or something. Well, the joyful thing about it is, like, watching it, you're like, oh, that's where that came from. Right. Oh, he was on it. Oh, that's what that reference yeah. is. Like, it just, it is paved Jamie the Fox way. Is Jamie Foxx on that? I think maybe he was on the later ones, but, like, it was uh, all the Wayans. Mm-hmm. They were all on there. Um, David Allen Greer. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's a bunch of people mm-hmm. on there, and it was just, like, so funny, because I was, I was on a date. And then we start talking about it. And I'm like, do you want to come back to my house and watch, watch. Living Color? <laughs> and that's my game. Please tell me he came yeah. like, with you to watch Live in Living Color. Amazing. That's my game. That's such a good insight. <laughs> well, it's so fun. Like, you can watch, like, Hulu has, or Netflix or wherever has, like, Family Matters. Like, all the old oh, school yeah. shows you can really do a deep dive. The other day, my friend was like, you look like Steve Urkel. And I said, thank you. Because I was, like, serving some Steve Urkel, like, Cosby sweater realness. Had the suspenders, mm-hmm. everything. And I'm like, yeah. did I do that? <laughs> I remember I used to always, like, do that to my parents just to make them laugh. I would just, like, start doing the Urkel dance. Like, did I do that? <laughs> Love it. Also, your outfit today is super cool. Thank you. You're wearing, like, a parental advisory, like, logo. But it's like a, what's this texture? It's like mesh. It's mesh. Like a mesh I'm all about mesh. I and have, then like, you've the got, double like, mesh. Finger puppets as earrings in your yes. ears. Yes. It's, it's all working right now. It's all working. You've really upped the level of fashion in this room because I literally just roll out of bed and come in here. So, well, there we go. <laughs> and that's that. And that's that. No, Diana, and you look very cute game. today. <laughs> Diana's wearing like a leg warmer. She's got like an Olivia Newton-John thing happening. Yes. Do I? Yeah. The leg warmer is so underrated. It's. It's really fashionable like a and warm. warmer. So. And yeah, they're made out of like llama fur or something. Oh, alpaca. They're made out of alpaca. Ooh, Ooh fancy. Mm-hmm. There you go. Just fancy. casually strolling in with you alpaca You are treating leg your legs. <laughs> yes. I want to hear more about your childhood. I think this is fascinating that you grew up in like kind of a conservative. Because you do yeah. not feel to me like you feel unleashed as a person. Yes. I really let it all hang out. Like, <laughs> Especially like like, with your feminism and with Miss Eves and like the songs that you, and I want to talk about that too, but like, yeah, I'd love to know more about them. Well, I just grew up in a super, super Christian household. I remember I had like- Are you an only child? I'm an only child too. So I really got, that's how I think I do so many crafts. I got really good at entertaining myself. Mm -hmm. Um, I was on punishment a lot. Um, So I was just like home alone with just like left with my like construction paper and like glue sticks and stuff. Um, my own devices. <laughs> but yeah, like my parents uh, took away a lot of my rap CDs and my like R&B CDs, mainly because I mean, I did something kind of naughty. Like, I don't know if you remember Crazy Sexy Cool, the TLC. Oh, yeah. And they had that thing. I don't know if we can curse on this, but okay, anyway, they had it. that like intro that was like, I need some <gasps> toilet paper so I can wipe my ass. And I like had my own phone line. I, I mean, loved I know, all like, of their I was, interludes. Yeah, I know. Their interludes are great. It, yeah. And I put it, I had my own private line with a Mickey Mouse phone. And like, I put that on the answering machine. Like, <laughs> and my parents were so livid. They were like, why? Why? And then, like, so I was like on punishment for that. Um, How old were you when you did that? Because that album like, came out when I was in like third grade. I, well, I'm, yeah, I'm a, I think I'm a little older than you. So <laughs> yeah. I was like maybe in middle school. Yeah. And they were like so heated. So, of course, I was, like, on punishment for that. Um, and they Remember took when, all like, of- answering machines were so cool? They were so yes. cool. Like, you really had to leave, like, a good 
like, yeah. have a good message machine or whatever. Yeah. And when you're, like, 12, you have, like, like no your, judgment. It's like your AOL, like, away message. Right. You know? Right. So I didn't have, like, good judgment because I was, like, 12. So, um, yeah. So I, they took away all my rap CDs, all oh. of my R&B CDs. And so then I got, like, really into alternative because I was, like, well, you know, it's kind of, like, cleaner. Mm-hmm. So I was, like, super into, like, no doubt and, like, starting mm-hmm. to get into that. <laughs> yeah. Yes. They didn't take those away from me. So, I mean, it was kind of, like, good that they broadened by punishing me. Yeah. My experience. taste. I remember buying the Blink-182 Enema of the State with, like, the porn star on the cover. And my mom was like, what the fuck are we doing here? (laughs) I I was so in love with Blink-182. And when the album came out, she, like, drove me to the PX to, like, buy it. It was, like, a big deal. Right. I remember all the small things that's, like, was a karaoke standard for a while for me. My brother used to play that at uh, talent shows at the Catholic schools we went to. That's awesome. (laughs) Like this really tiny white boy was like so funny. Oh my God, that's amazing. (laughs) Yeah. Wild. So you're in this conservative upbringing, you're figuring out your ebbs and flows for your music. And then how do, how do we, how does Miss Eve's blossom? How, what's, did you always, were you always, Obviously, you were attracted to music. Yeah, well, I was always into music, and I was always into art. My parents, they were really good at fostering me as an artist. Mm-hmm. My, they're both engineers, and they were like, if you're going to be an artist, we support that, but you have to be serious about it. So, like, my mom, my parents are, like, really special people, like, in a good way. <laughs> so they were, like, making me research. This is the best, like, I mean, the internet was kind of around, but there's, like, these giant books. that was, like, a book of occupations. So, like, in 10th grade, they're, like, you have to use this book and know exactly what you want to do when you grow up. Wow. And so I like picked out that I want to be like a designer. And they're like, now that you want to be an artist, you have to be serious about it. So you have to join a museum. You have to learn about all these art history. You have to like practice all the time. You have to like really work on your craft and make sure that you're serious. Cause like you can be an artist, but we don't want you to be like just saying you're an artist and not like making the work. Oh, I love that. Yeah. So it was like really good. So, um, I, like, and where did you grow up? In Charlotte, North okay. Carolina. So I like joined the museum in Charlotte, the Met Museum, and I was just like making lots of work. Um, I was in like they were. I was in piano, uh, drama, dance at some point. Um, I took like formal art lessons, and yeah, they just like really. I had a very well-rounded artistic upbringing, and then I went to design school, um, and I was mainly focused on visual art for like a long time. Um, but I always loved attention and I like loved being on stage and I like, and that's what actually drove me to music. Mm. And so I was dating this noise musician and I was just like, we're going to have to make a band because I just need to be on stage and people need to look at me. <laughs> so like, <laughs> so we would just write these like really silly, goofy songs about like wearing spandex pants and like Smurfs, like watching the Smurfs and just like eating a lot of sugar and like going into like a sugar coma um and so like it was just like this really frivolous band and then when we broke up I was like I still want to make music and he's like you're nothing without me and I was like test me darling <laughs> and then I just started the Miss Eves project and I was just like doing way better than the first band so I'm like haha tell yeah, me for I sure. can't I mean, again you've been wow everywhere from like NPR to I feel like Cosmo right H- HBO yeah yeah glamour yeah. Yeah, wasn't your song in Insecure? Yeah, it was on Insecure. Girl. Um, yeah, so it's just, like, I've gotten a lot of cool press. And it's, like, cool because, like, I think the most meaningful thing to me is, like, the most recent song I released, someone sent me this long message. They're, like, I think they were in, like, Norway. And they're, like, 
this is so meaningful to me. You're like teaching me about self-love. And I was like, that like feels like very special, like that I'm like helping people too. It's not just like I'm getting press. Well, I feel like mom jeans like all day. Why you mad though? Is like a line that I just will randomly pop into my head. Yeah. Like throughout my life and my day and my week. It's just, it's such a good, Thunder Thighs is such a fun, so fun expression. And Thank you. and someone just got it tattooed. I saw on I, your I was Instagram. Like when I saw, <laughs> I was like, you put this on your actual human body. Thank you. But yeah. cool. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, so it's it's been uh, fun, and it's like I just I'm trying to make music about my like my very middle class like life, you know, it's like kind of my basic bitch life. So I wrote a song. <laughs> I wrote a song about my pubic hair and just like you know, like because that's like a struggle for like what do I do? Am I gonna like shave it, wax it, just let the bush like while out like? Because I went to <laughs> I went to get a wax and I'm just like, just clean it up on the side. And she seriously gave me a full on Brazilian. And I'm like, that was a robbery. Inspired the song. <laughs> I think a lot of people have like experienced this. I got a wax once and in college and I was like, I will never do this to my body again. It yeah. was so painful. I was like, why am I? It, I was like, it just even thinking about it now, some girls can just do it. Yeah. yeah the and first God one, bless them. Because right. I well, can your nerves deaden. Like, if you do it enough, the your first nerves one hurts. Deaden. Yeah. And so. it, it doesn't hurt as much. Because so I, like, actually. I don't believe you. No, no it's true. Because I, I I'm starting to get waxes, like, more. I mean, the full Brazilian, a little too much. Yeah. <laughs> need a little bit of, like, bush. So God bless the women who can do, who can, like, get in there. Right. And do it yeah. and perform the, that. Every, like, to, yeah, yeah, it's just, it's just a lot. But I just, like, the point of my song is just, like, whatever you want to do. Because yeah, yeah. I, like, do, like, fun stuff to my hair. Like, I dye it. I, like, have a little bald spot in the back. It's, like, hidden right now. It's, like, an undercut. And it's just, like, if I can do it on the top, why don't I do it on the bottom? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah have you ever bejazzled? Be- bejazzling? Yeah. <laughs> I have never. Has anybody done this? I've never bejazzled. But, I mean, you know what? I think if someone wants to bejazzle, because I would bejazzle my head. I mean, well, bejazzle my head. Does it stay if you do it? I'm confused about the logistics. They it, use, like, a surgical eyelash glue to put it on? They must. Uh, it must yeah. stay somehow. But then it's, like, friction. You're, yeah, depending on how you're sexing. Somebody tweet us and like, tell us. How they're tell us. <laughs> yeah. Somebody write in. Let us know. Um, But that is like what I love about what you do is it's just such a permission granting to do whatever you're comfortable with. And I think that that's such an important message. I mean, for everyone, but for women, especially there's, you know, we talk about this all the time on this show, like the pressure to adhere to a certain thing. And I think that that. Yeah, I feel like you're creating your own lane. You really are. Oh, thank you. Yeah, and even thinking about like, how would you like are there people in the industry that you like aspire to or look up to or like because oh, i feel like you have such a unique voice mm-hmm. there's so many people like i love peaches like mm-hmm. she's mm-hmm. so such a badass um i was just listening to like, lee kelly 47 coming over here um sia is like one of my all-time favorite songwriters yes. she's just such a talented voice and talented songwriter but there's just so many people that i'm just like inspired by like the whole riot girl movement yeah really into that about girls to the front kathleen hannah is like a really big inspiration um there's a really good documentary about bikini kill yeah the the punk singer i know kathleen hannah singer yeah that was like a really good one i actually went to it see it at nighthawk and she was doing oh, there cool. for the q a oh so cool. wow yeah so it's like really movie special. Mm-hmm. you should watch it it's great can really have good. you seen it 
Yeah, Tamla's there. <laughs> in the room. We met before. <laughs> <laughs> Our energies have met. Love it. It's all coming full circle. So cool. Well, I think another thing that's really interesting, I know we've talked about, you know, offline, is about kind of keeping up your um, creative and artistic energy while also balancing like having a job and like doing the work to get paid and pay your rent and stuff like that right do you have any thoughts about kind of balancing those two energies I know for me it's been super helpful to like have my own company Mm -hmm. um because then I can separate my time like how I see fit and not being like because I know when I was working a job I had to do that weird fake work Mm -hmm. you know you're like oh yeah I'm not busy but I'm going to pretend to look at design websites so it looks like I'm doing research. Yes, but it's yes, just like yes. that's kind of like wasted time. Like now I can just go like make muffins or like do laundry and like then I have like time later to like do more creative work if I want to. So it's like I can kind of define my time the way mm-hmm. that it works for me, which I really like. And that's made me a lot more productive in that way. Um, I mean, it is harder to be creative when you are like struggling financially, you know, so that's like when I am like really trying to hustle to get those clients, it's harder for me to, like, write music because I'm like, ah, like, mm, yeah, I hear what that. am I going to do, totally. <laughs> you know? Um, but, yeah, it's, 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 it's nice to be able to kind of define your own time, how you see fit, and you can, like, a portion, like, put the time where it needs to go, like, and do the things you need to do. For sure. Yeah. It's a struggle, man. It mm-hmm. is. The struggle. <laughs> it's real. As yeah. they say. What does your company do? What do you? Uh, it's a design company. It's, it's design called Shanthony Art and Design. Um, actually, the Miss Eve's project falls under it. So, like, all of my art projects fall under this company. So, I do a lot of design work for people. Like, um, I've worked with Brookings Institute. I um, work with Black Futures Lab, which is um, created by one of the founders of Black Lives Matter. Um, I've worked with Continuum. I did all the branding for the Sex Myth. Um, so, I just do a lot of, like, illustration work and design work. Um and then whatever else, like other like side hustle projects people want to pay me for because uh, I'm starting to write a theme song for a new cartoon that's coming out. And so oh. that's also going under that company name. So it's kind of nice. It's like this catch all like art company that like everything can fall under. That's amazing. Now, let's how does how did you come to RuPaul? Like what was your drag race? Wow. I, <laughs> I remember I think it was like the first episode of ever and he was like I heard about it from a teacher a professor and she was just like this is like the best reality show ever because I was really into uh, Project Runway because I really like seeing like the process and like seeing something from the like beginning to the end and the critique and um, just from my design background that's really interesting to me Um, and she's like but it's everything it's just like drag queens and like crafts or like making their costumes and there's like performance and it's like literally the perfect package Mm -hmm. of a reality tv show and I was just like hooked from day one I was like what this is amazing I knew about RuPaul like growing up of course it's like iconic um but yeah I was just like really into it and I just love that like RuPaul doesn't want people to be catty he's like fostering the sisterhood and like mm-hmm. being very supportive and very nurturing because so i find that a lot of like com- competition shows it can be very like ruthless and cutthroat and this is always like there always seems to be like an undercurrent of like love and support and like sisterhood so i really like that and i was like just super into it and then i just love drag queens i'm actually gonna start doing drag uh, my name is brad <laughs> just brad just brad just biggest douchebag ever 
You're yeah. a fuck boy, basically. Yeah, Brad is a fuck boy. <laughs> I'm like working on it now. Like I need to What's figure Brad's out. What's Brad's look like? What are we seeing here? Well, the first thing I wanted to do is I wanted to have like you know those like tees that look like it's a dude without like a shirt on like with a really ripped body. Yeah. So I want to have like that on like a flannel shirt and then like open up the flannel shirt and then there's like the hot body shirt and then I like rip open the hot body shirt and then there's like a skeleton suit. And then I'm, like, <laughs> dancing around in my skeleton suit. <laughs> like, I'm too sexy for my shirt. Oh, my God. I love that. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm, like, my friend Tessa, she does drag. And I was just, like, tell me your facial. Her, her facial hair is on point. Like, she's so good at it. Mm-hmm. So I'm going back to Montreal in a couple of months to shoot a music video. And she's going like, to school me on dragging um, it up on the face what's your facial head what are you envisioning for yourself i don't know i mean i think for it Brad. might be cool like to have that like single like stash maybe yeah, a single stash a might be like a, a good thing i don't know about the goatee i'm trying to decide between like a goatee and a single stash mm-hmm. i've done like some light drag there was one video i did called name dropper where i dressed up like a hipster um and i was like I do you. <laughs> I was like kind of into it. I was into it. Well, Ruth says that it like channels or unlocks like your masculine or feminine yeah. energy that it's that everyone should experience or drop into like what it's like to to feel totally embodied in that space. Yeah. So. Well, and we've seen this with Charlotte when she dresses like yes. a man in Sex in the City. Right. This is true. Or would yeah. you ever do drag? Um, that's a great interesting. I don't know. I'd have to I have to reflect on that. <laughs> Would you, Diana? I don't know if I would, but I feel like, I don't know. I, I was feel watching... very in tune with my masculine energy. Yeah. That's something, yeah. I feel like that's a thing for me too, but I don't know. Maybe it could you be never access know. it a different yeah. way. Who knows? Know. What kind of man would you be? Interesting. Oh, I don't know what I would be. No. Yeah, Kent I'm would be you... a garbage person. Kent, would you ever do drag? <laughs> Ooh, this is exciting. We should Fun create time. a beaver talk drag show. I know. The wheels are turning. I love it. I love. So, have you seen all of the seasons, or like, what's your? I've seen all of them. You've seen all of them. Every all stars included. All of them. Wow. Yeah, I mean, I'm like really into it. I've seen. I would say I've seen all of them, but I'm missing like one or two seasons, mm. and then I didn't watch All Stars. Oh, okay, I so watched all I'm, of them. I'm, I'm out. I'm like, I'm mostly in. Right. And I've listened to all of the, what's the, do you, do you listen to I haven't team? listened to, and I should. Yeah. That's like the next step. You should. Yeah. You should. Yeah. You should. Yeah. That's like getting deeper into the world. Yeah. Yeah. It's very good. Diana, have you seen a season from Yeah. I watched Drag Race when I was in, um, when did it first premiere? Because I feel like I watched it I maybe. it's been on for like 10 years at this yeah, point. Yeah. I feel like I watched it in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, and my mom loves RuPaul, yes. which is like a fun thing I never knew about her. And then so when I was, I caught it just one day, it was on and, I, and she's like, that's RuPaul. And like, it was just so fun. I felt like I like had gained access to this entire world that I just knew nothing about. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so I, I haven't watched it like diehard fan like every season, but yeah. um, definitely have always been aware of it i will go back though and make sure i watch these in, in between yeah. seasons because it kind of bugs me like even on all stars like i know like 90 percent of the cast but yeah. then they're like a f- couple like i didn't know milk i didn't know mm. oh yeah um, milk was from like two or three seasons ago yeah I, I want i feel like because i started watching them out of order which was my bad then i kind of need to figure out like where the hell i am so my old roommate was like in love with milk, like milk out of drag. So mm. I was just like, he's not, cute. He's cute, but my like he was always just like, oh milk. He's and he was like living in Brooklyn, like trying to find him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like, 
into him. Actually, he is I, pretty into him. <laughs> um, I have to reflect. When I was in college, I did an internship in New York, and I lived in the Bronx, and we used to go to um, gay bars. So I was like my best self-expression. So we would just go to like drag shows and things like yeah. that. And I actually have a photo. I'm totally blanking. Oh, um, her name will come to me. But I have a photo with me and one of them from like 15 years ago. Before, before pre-drag. Yeah, That's yeah, yeah. so cool. I remember I would go, um, when I was still in North Carolina, I would go to these like really trashy drag shows. And it's so funny. I remember one time they're like called me on stage and they're like, what's your name? Shanana Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> you looking like Macy Gray. And I was like, excuse me? <laughs> You're like, thank you. Thank you. Oh my God, <laughs> Do you who's who's the one who puts the bath bombs in on her Instagram or his Instagram? Do you guys know what I'm talking about? Do you follow them on Instagram? No, I don't. I should. All right. Well, <laughs> it's like one of his things. He's always like, here's a bath bomb. <laughs> That's he, awesome. he has like really big lips. Hmm. And he didn't win. He got in like fourth. He didn't make it into the top three. And he was so pissed. He wore like gray to the um, finale. Because he was like, I, this season is like dead without me on it. It's oh like my super goodness, dramatic. I love this. I need yeah. to look this up. Is that Morgan like, McMichaels? No, no, no. I'm going to Google like, <laughs> like I just totally well, amazed Google to me like, while we're talking. drag queen. It'll, it'll <laughs> come to me. Um, I love it. So this all-star season, who do you have any favorites? Who are you rooting for? Oh. Who is your, who are like your top three, would you say? There's so much talent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love Bendela. I feel like everyone's kind of hating on Bendela. I like, love Bendela, and like Bendela is really killing it right now. Yes, and I feel like everyone's like Bendela. She she's pretty. She's so nice. Well, I think Bendela is nice. Bendela is a thoughtful person. I mean, agreed. Um, and so creative, like funny, and like actually really trying hard and trying to like just be the best, her best self. I'm really into her, and of course Miss Alyssa, Alyssa Edwards. Alyssa Edwards oh. not, isn't on this season. Yeah. What? Really? Yeah. No. The dancer, Alyssa, and she's like. She's not on this season. Yes, she is. Am I like having a fever? I'm pretty sure she won like the, maybe I'm like, I don't, I mean, now I'm questioning (laughs) myself, but she like won two episodes ago with like, and then she eliminated Thorgy because she was like, no, not Aja, which by the way, me and Aja are on EP together. She knows my friend Eric. Level your pussy up on, Alyssa, on that EP. Alyssa Edwards is not on she this is. season. Let's look it up. Please. We were Unless going I to. have the name completely wrong. You're thinking, Alyssa Edwards. Because the... Alyssa Edwards has been on three. Okay, let's look. We have Shangela, BB, Thorgy, Thor, Aja, Bendel. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Shangela. Thank you. Okay. I thought I was freaking out. Yeah. Sorry. Oh. Sorry. We made it. We made it. We got there. I love Shangela. Shangela, yeah. Did you guys know that Shangela and um, Jennifer Lewis from Blackish, the mm-hmm. grandma? And like iconic actress, mm-hmm. um, live together. No, that's yes, awesome. That for some reason, I don't know how this happened, but she like found Jennifer Lewis and like was like living in her basement and like during all the like. And basically, if you kind of watch her, like Jennifer Lewis is like, I taught her everything she knows about like her craft and like her stage oh presence. Gosh. And obviously, Shangela has like, she's got it. Um, but you can tell she's had she's especially so training. I don't and, know why I think of her like with the list because they're both like dancers, right? Well, one of them is black and one of them is white. No. Alyssa think- Edwards is is like the white basic bitch girl with like the really big hair. Really? Yes. I'm going to Google it for you. Okay. Your, your mind is going to be blown. Okay. Alyssa <laughs> Edwards is, yeah, hold on. 
Um, the other one I love is BB. I like, like BB too. She came back from the blast from the past, yeah. right? She's like the winner from season one. Yeah. She's so like, who, like, and the, you saw the last season, I mean, the last episode from this week. From All Stars? Yeah. I did not. Oh, okay. I've been we'll, watching we'll on Facebook. This is the Girl? Yeah, she's on there. No, she's no. not. I don't think so. Let's see. Let's just look it up. Oh, boy. Now I'm confused. I'm getting myself You're confused. thinking of Michael Morganson. Let's just. Let's just look at the All Stars. And now I'm like really confused. I'm like, am I like. Alyssa Edwards is definitely not on All Stars. Oh my goodness. I swear to you. She was on an All Stars. There's an icon with her. So maybe oh she was God. on. Maybe you're thinking of another season. <laughs> maybe I'm thinking of another <laughs> but, um, season. Yeah, Morgan Michelson, she got kicked off the okay. first one. Is that who you're thinking of? No, I'm not. Oh man. I'm like so confused. Are you I don't of have Trixie? my phone. No, I know Trixie. She's not like, I mean, she's like, she's all right. I don't get Trixie. I, I mean, I don't get her either. I, I like Trixie. I think I feel like her and Katya have like such a fun energy and that's like their thing is like they're so there's so much love between them. Right. I will say for Trixie, like I know that they're trying to like create these personas and be themselves alongside of the drag, but I almost just want to see Trixie like regular. Like what does right. she look like without the all the paint? Yeah. Like right. I want her to like show us different versions of herself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I want us, her to shock us. Like I feel like it's a bit like you know what she's gonna look like every time. It's a little one note. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And that's what I like about Vindala. And I think Aja is actually stepping her, like, she leveled I, her pussy up. Yes. Yeah. Aja, if you're listening to it, you leveled your pussy up, boo. She totally did. And I love the song. Listen to it constantly. Okay, I'm passing you. Oh, my God. I'm, like, so confused right now. The only thing I will say about Oh, my God. Vindala. For whatever reason, Shangela and Alyssa Edwards, they feel like, they remind me. They like There's something about their energy. They're, like, interchangeable? Like, in a way. All right. Okay. I don't know why I think that. I don't know, girl. <laughs> I'm out of my I drag. Can't, I can't help you there. I'm out of my drag depth. Um, I will say, Bendelik, I the reason that I feel a little, she's a little bit shady is like the first episode and she's like, I'm going to kick people off based on their merit, not based on like their, right. um, you know, whether or not their competition. She didn't do that. Well, like, think, she should have kicked off. Was it Chi-Chi in the bottom with No, her? but I feel like yeah. this is, I do agree with her decision to kick off Morgan because like, she was being shady. She's like, I'm going to just kick off the strongest person. And I think Bendela... Yeah, Bendela then kicked off the strongest person. I know, person. I think Bendela was doing it based off of, like, getting yeah, rid yeah. of the person who's going to, like, not judge fairly. Like, I think it's, it wasn't like she was kicking off the strongest person. I don't think she was like, I'm kicking off Morgan because she's the strongest person. I think she was kicking off Morgan because she didn't think she was playing the game fairly. And yeah, she but was she, just like... But in doing that, she's deciding, like, who what the rules are. I totally get that. But and I mean, it, it just felt a little like she was like, I'm going to be on my high horse and like, it's I'm like going to decide. God a little bit. Yeah. Right. And she can every, I mean, she's been in the top three for the last three episodes. Yeah. She continues to be like, I don't, I just don't like her energy around sending oh. people home. Although I will say um, when Kennedy Davenport sends home uh, milk. That was some shade. That was everything. That was shady. Cause like milk was going in, like talking so much trash. Uh-huh. And like, she said that, uh, she should go, you know, like she, yeah, she, she obviously remember. Mel was like, you should, you should have went home. Right. Not Thorgy. Oh my gosh. I'm still looking. It's like, <laughs> why do I think they're the same person? It's and so I loved weird. at the end when they were like, do you guys want to like do your one-on-ones? And Kennedy was like, no, I don't. I know exactly who I'm sending home. Right. And then it he, was, I was like, yes. Because Milk she, is also has been so annoying. Well, and Milk has not episodes. also brought it either. Like Milk is, like Milk thinks that. She's way better than she is. Yeah. And it's just like her is not like all these other queens are really 
killing it. Yeah. Like with Aja's wig, that Holy first shit. wig, that kawaii look, I mm-hmm. was like, honey, you are killing me. Yeah. Yeah. Even when um, Kennedy Davenport, when they did the lip sync off to, to figure out who was going to send somebody home, she had outfit changers. She had props. Like these right. girls are stepping it up in a huge way, even for the lip syncs. Bindala's wig dress. Yeah. That, that, that was wig great. dress reveal. That was a great reveal. I was like, honey. Yep. We were. That was great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that was just, yeah. Oh my gosh, I just like still <laughs> shocked. I'm just like looking at this like Anthony can't stop looking at my phone. <laughs> I can't stop looking at like Shangela. I'm sorry, Shangela. I still will be your friend. I like you and Alyssa. I want us all to have tea together. Yes. At the Beaver Talk Studio. Yeah, yes. Please. Who do we want to win? Who's like the top pick? Pick it. <sighs> you had your ideal life. That uh, they're all so strong. They're all doing such a I good job. I want to see Shangela win just because she's Shangela. been on it a hundred times. Right. I feel like she's really stepped it up. She really yeah. knows who she is this season. She's always the underdog, right? Um, but Rue keeps bringing her back, which means like she must be like such a hard work. Like there's something there. I also think Aja. I love Aja. Has stepped up in a way we've never seen before. She was so beautiful. Her runway look was so great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was. Amazing. She's really bringing a thousand percent to this competition. Super, a lot, of, really, a lot of creativity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm a little nervous because, as we saw in the previews with Alaska, and then uh, I don't remember who the other All Star winner was. Is Chad, is it Chad Michael? Michaels? Yeah, yeah. Somebody. They're all, they're gonna all come back. I think he's so, gonna drop them all back in because it's like dun dun dun. Like yep. the story, she was like that fuck, and then like after when. Milk got sent home. It was like also yeah. Rue popped up again. Oh, yeah. So I was like, it's going to be some twist. They're all going to come back. He was like, back. I got your back, boo. Mm-hmm. There's like, gonna, oh, no. There's going to be some twist. Yeah. They're going to drop them all back in, baby. That's going to be so interesting. But yeah, I do. I'm, oh, my God. Now I feel bad. I feel like I have to send Shangela an apology letter. I really <laughs> I really do like you, Shangela. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I love it. <laughs> Um, I'm wondering also just kind of some random drag, um, history, history. Um, how, what are your thoughts about Valentina? I think Valentina is so beautiful. I do think that she deserved to go home when she did, because she didn't know the words and she tried to cover it up with that mask. That was like, one of the most for your life. Diana, let's set the scene because you haven't seen the season, right? I know my eyebrows are in my hairline. So <laughs> Valentina is like. She is like a th- like a thoroughbred ho- like set to win right like thoroughbred horse yeah like, <laughs> like just step like a step above like I was trying to think of something like prestigious <laughs> I don't know why that came to my brain um, a step ahead she's like poised to win gorgeous beautiful and she's wearing this like mask that's almost like a it felt very Gaga esque with right. like these long nails and she's like doing this beautiful like um, Spanish gorgeous like, look like whatever mariachi gorgeous and she doesn't know the words to the lip sync so she's doing the she's doing like she's dancing you can't see her face she's wearing the mask and rue goes stop the music (gasps) and everyone's heart is just like right and then basically he's like you need to take the mask off this is a lip sync challenge we need to see your lips valentina and she goes i would prefer to keep it on <gasps> and he goes, well, I'm fucking. Then I love when Rue gets this fa- this look on his face. It's like, honey, don't fuck with me. And then he's like, you have to take it off. It's a lip sync. And she does. She doesn't know the words, and she's gone. And it was like, and she was like so on point the whole season. Like everyone I mean, was like she, all about her. Was it just total self sabotage? 
No, she just, just she was words. always in the top. You would never think she'd be in the bottom. So every week they have to learn the song. She didn't learn the song. <gasps> what right. song was it? It was like a dumb, it was like a song you could have at least pretended like to know. watermeloned it through. Yeah. Like, you know, you're supposed to like sing like watermelon. And, and he it just picks looks iconic. Like These yes. are like songs everybody knows the words to. Right. Are you, and yeah, especially was, if you're a drag queen, you should know, like, you should know. You should have a repertoire of like yeah. these songs. Yeah. And also like, even if you're not, anticipating being the bottom you should at least like play the song a couple of times just right. in case right because you get on that stage and you don't know the words oh my gosh that was so sad that's mortifying but when rue like called her out it was like literally your your brain explodes because yeah. when rue gets like steps in and i thought he was going to do that when milk was acting up Oh. On the second episode, right. where he was like, "Fuck this! I shouldn't be like safe." He like got all like huffy and puffy. I, know. I thought Rue was gonna be like, I'm, "I'm sorry, do you want to be in the bottom?" Because he's he has done that before. But I do feel like yeah, Milk just had this like ego, and I didn't understand where it was coming from. His Celine Dion outfit like made no sense, right? And I was just like, "What is going on, dear?" Mm. But bye. Yeah, that's all I got. We don't now. need to figure out what's going on. You bye just for go. now. Um, another RuPaul moment that I loved was the, I feel like the finales are getting so good. Right. Like every year they're bigger, they're more exciting, right. they're more theatrical. Um, and I loved Sasha Velour's, um, obviously her wig shake was. See, I like missed, that was like the one episode I did miss. I mm-hmm. think I was like in transit or like doing something. I need to go back and watch it. But yeah. I mean, I feel like the internet exploded. After I mean, that moment. literally, there's so many talented queens. Mm-hmm. There's so many talented queens. I have Do a friend, any- Ariel Otalic, who's a drag performer around Brooklyn. And I really want her to be on Drag Race. She's so good. Who are your, like, all-time faves? Bob, obviously. Bob. I love the purse first. Purse first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yes. good. <laughs> I feel like Bob... <laughs> I liked Bob, but I felt like Bob was so he almost just flowed through with like this ease, right? This nonchalance, this like grace, and I felt like the stakes didn't feel super high for him. So there was no mm. push pull where I feel like some of the other girls are really working, really trying, really right. pushing beyond themselves to try to like. I feel like Bob was just so chill, which I did like about him. Yeah. Um. And, and Bob is such a it's great so name. Funny. I've seen Bob, such a comedy queen. I I, I saw Bob like maybe six or seven years ago. And um, I remember, I mean, such an iconic name. How can you forget right. saying Bob the Drag Queen? I love Raja because I just yes. love how, like, fashion queen she is. Um, Bianca. I missed that season. So good. I got to get on Bianca. Ginger Minge. The Minge. The, the Minge. The Minge. The Minge. So the Minge. Yes. Such a great... Uh, such a great comedy queen. I'd love to see her come back for an All-Star. Has she been on All-Star? I don't know. She has. I don't think she has. She would just, like, win. Yeah. She <laughs> like, she's, great. like, she can sing. Like, she was, she, like, Well, when we went to Winter's Ball, she was, I felt like she was a real standout for me. <laughs> me, too. Yeah, she was just, like, so fun. Your eyes were just glued to her. Right. I'm real, really big fan of um, Sharon Needles and Alaska, also. Alaska? Sometimes I just find myself I, talking and I'm talking. I just start talking like Alaska. I I'm like, love the yes, way he talks. I love it. Yes. Did you see <laughs> they did this like 11 minute like short about him? No, I would love to watch it. If I'm you obsessed. follow him on Instagram, he posts a link to it. It just came out like VH1 produced it or something. And it's just about like him being Alaska. And like it's so it's like not that in depth because it's 11 minutes. Right. But it's fun. and. 
And I love Michelle Visage was saying like when Alaska first came on, he was so in Sharon Needle's shadow that they really needed to break up for him to be able to rise like a phoenix. And now he's everywhere. Because he didn't get in or she didn't get in like the first time. um, And then they... She lost. She was second place to. Um, but didn't she apply before? Like, oh yeah, she applied every season. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I just think there's just like this great story arc with Alaska mm-hmm. and just like, just everything about Alaska. Yeah, agree. I really, really like Fave for sure. Super Fave. Fave all day. I fave. do like Raja too. Raja is just Some so of the craftsmen and the skills and like even with like Naomi Smalls and like when they do like real fashion shit, you're just like, oh my god, right? I gotta step my pussy up. Step that pussy <laughs> up. <laughs> Level your pussy up yes. if you're feeling cunt, Aja Queen. <laughs> <laughs> and I do love following Aja on Instagram. Yeah, he's one of my faves to follow. No, Aja is. I would love to just like kiki with Aja. And I love that he's like has his clique and they're all together and they all travel together. He right. seems like he has a really good support system. Mm-hmm. I feel like he's going to be okay. Yeah. Uh, do you have any faves, Diana? My favorite is Shangela and uh, <laughs> Bibi from this season. Oh, yeah, Bibi. Mm-hmm. How do we feel about bringing back the uh, season one queen? I like, I, love it. It. I, I like it. I like it. Because, like, I mean, I do feel like this has been on the air for so long. You know, like, you. It was a different show, you know, even, totally. you know, and it's just, like, nice to see some, like, older, like, drag, not, like, older, but, like, from older seasons yeah. coming back, and she's crushing well, it. Well, do they, is that one even online? You can't find it, right? It's the lost season, they keep saying? Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I think just I started it. with season two. See, I watched it when it was on air shortly after it went off the air, okay. so... I've definitely seen it, but I've never tried to, like, revisit it, so I'm not even sure if it's, like, on. When they do those flashback clips and you can see how budget the show was, it's so (laughs) great. I, but it it was always great, though. You know, even when it was, like, budget, it's just, like, so I'm glad that BB's back, for sure. And I think it's fair. Like, people are like, well, she won. Mm -hmm. She's, she is so great. Right. She, she could be be one to watch. She's going to be in the top three, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, who, who are our top three picks? Well, Shangela. Now that Shangela? I have the name right, Shangela. Shangela. We think BB for sure. BB. I gotta give it to Bendela Creme. I agree. I say Bendela. <sighs> I'm gonna pick a dark horse and say that I think I think Aja's gonna gonna do it. I mean, I like nice. Aja a lot, but Bendela I just really Creme like so Bendela. It's so consistent and so creative. It's not just like yeah. consistent one trick pony. He's it's funny like too. funny, like bringing different things, like trying really hard. I also kind of feel like challenge. Kennedy Davenport tries so hard. Like there's Kennedy such a was so funny too. And there's this, such like, a Bachelor force. Skit. There's such a there's sh- he's got a lot of like pain. I feel like we were talking about Amy Adams earlier, having like the stress on his face. Right. Like there's something. His story is so deep. Yeah. And I feel like I resisted him because in his first season when he was talking about the younger girls and he was like I've been doing this for 30 years and like fuck these bitches they're not ready right. felt like it was a bit petty right and I just feel like he wants it so bad no I can see that I mean it's just like I mean it's like hard when you've been doing something for a long time and you feel like you've just been like this underdog and then yeah you're like oh Pearl this is a new up and comer you're like, like no dude I've been doing this yeah, yeah I've been doing this for like years I've practiced this craft you know I mean I think there's just like the challenge right when you've done something for a long time to also stay curious and stay like fresh and stay relevant and like try to not be like well uh, well I did it for years so I know better it's like no like there's things are always changing there's always something to learn yeah 
I also think it's interesting this season that the queens or for all stars that the queens have to vote people off. Yeah. Is like shock because I never seen an all star season. So when oh, I yeah. started watching this one, I was like, holy shit. Like, it's such a joy to watch because A, we already know all the queens. So yeah. there's not like that in the beginning where you have to like get to know them and know their personalities. Like, you already are rooting for your favorites and like seeing how they, you know, come to be. Um, but then this drama is like, even the last one with um, Kennedy Davenport getting rid of Malcolm. I was oh like, my God. this is only going to get better. I know. And it's, yeah. It's in, you know, lip syncing for your legacy. It's just like, mm-hmm. and they're like so much stronger lip syncs, right? Because they're totally. the people at the top and not on the bottom. Yeah. So they're like really, really, really bringing it. Absolutely. And so, yeah, this is, is so entertaining. Thank you, RuPaul. For sure. Oh, and I feel so bad for Chi Chi, too. I mean, Chi-Chi, I just feel like Chi-Chi's too in her own head. And I feel like if Chi-Chi would just kind of lean in more to who she is and not try to be like internalizing all this critique and changing it, just like really amping up who she is, Mm -hmm. I think she could really be a star. I just think right now, and I think that's like what Vendela was thinking too, is just like, I think that, you know, Chi-Chi has a lot to give. I just think she's just been beat down so much and both of the seasons at this point that she's just feeling like I'm worthless, but like, girl, no, you, you can slay too. Yeah. Well, we've always seen like a little bit of his, her insecurity Mm -hmm. about it. Um, and then when he was saying like going into the comedy challenge, he like couldn't even bring himself to bring it because he just felt like he was going to be outshined by all these really talented people. Right. And then I think it was Bendela who started crying when he was talking, just like there's such a deep admiration, I think, for wanting to be there for doing the work, but just not feeling big enough. Right. But when Kennedy Davenport picked Milk, you could see there was a look on Chi Chi's face that was like, this is my redemption. This is my time now. I'm not going home because I think he'd been in the bottom the last three times. Right. That he was like, okay, I need to like fucking bring it. Right. So I could see Chi Chi maybe this either making him or breaking him. He's and either going to go. Chi Chi's such a good dancer too. Yeah, he's incredible. And right. that one look with the nose ring and like, gor- I mean, gorgeous. Yeah. Light, light years away from where he started. Oh, obviously you can see like huge improvement in like her game, but we'll see. I mean, it's, I mean I'm not going to be mad at any of these queens for winning because they're yeah. all so talented. It's just like, yeah. I mean, but like Shangela, damn, she's like bringing it. Every mm-hmm. week, too. Definitely. So, she's one to watch. Definitely. She'll de- top three for sure. 100%. Yeah. I mean, we'll be shocked watching her home next week. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? Who knows? It's wild. It's, it's the Wild West. You also mentioned um, that you ha- are binge watching everything on TV. Yes. What are your faves right now? Anything I, we should be watching or getting into? I love The Good Place. Yeah, me too. The Good Place is, yeah, it's real good. Yeah, it's so fun. <laughs> Diana, um, you don't watch, right? No. Definitely check that out. Way too much on the plate. Crazy ex It's only 20 minutes long, that good place. I love short episodes, so maybe I need to get into it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I spend, like, most, the majority of my time alone in my house, like, working on something. So I normally just have, like, TV on in the background. So I'm not, like, this crushing silence of my own loneliness. So I'm just like, all right, there's some TV going. Crazy ex-girlfriend I've tried to watch. Mm Mm-hmm. Super into it. And it did. I couldn't find a way in. Yeah. Introduce, reintroduce the show to me. What am I missing here? It's just like, are you, if you're into musicals and they're so funny, like the, the songs are so well written and it's talking about a lot of issues that are normally um, stigmatized. Like right now she's diagnosed with borderline personality and they're dealing with it with such nuance and Mm -hmm. like sensitivity. It's just really great. Um, there was a scene, there was an episode where one of the characters had an abortion. It's just like, 
you know, they're just talking about a lot of things that we might not discuss. And I just really love how they handle it with like humor and like grace and like just sensitivity. And it's just super. Something's vibrating. What's going on? (laughs) Me? So exciting. Oh no, I'm so sorry. My phone is vibrating. And it's probably like this call that I get all the time and it says scam likely. (laughs) That's what your phone reads it as? Yeah. And every time my phone rings, I'm like, someone likes me. Oh, scam likely. Oh boy. Don't answer that one. What else are you into? Um, definitely Project Runway. I love still watching Project One Runway. Yes. Wow, dedication. All stars. I I love. I mean, I'm just. You like, know, they're just... doing a RuPaul crossover. What? You what? heard it here first. Yeah, they're gonna do a your dreams come true. Project Runway RuPaul crossover. Okay, I just saw it on Facebook. Dying, and then Amy Poehler <laughs> has the new show, The Craft Show, which I'm like gonna watch. For sure. For sure. When's that coming out? Do we I'm know? not sure. Okay. But super into it. Like everyone told me I should be on it, but I'm just like, no, I'm just gonna watch it. Um, you should be on it. Yeah, I think. Yeah. I'm just like kind of scared of like super super power tools. Like mm-hmm. when I had to use them in college, I would like cry. And so <laughs> I don't know. Um, that would be a good look on the show. Broad City for sure. Broad City's great. Um, Black Mirror. I haven't seen Black Mirror. Oh my god. It's- Oh my god! I think you would struggle with black hair. <laughs> yeah. I think you would be very overwhelmed. It's, 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 it's overwhelming. It yeah, it's a lot. It's but a it's, lot. It's a good lot. Yeah, I know. Sal I really likes it. Yeah, super into it. Everybody likes it. Ken, I'm sure you're watching it. Yeah. Do what I need? To, I need to do I it. You do should, I not need to do it? I, I think you should it. totally do it. Blackish. Start it watching Blackish. Oh, amazing. Watch. Blackish is amazing. Um, watch every week. Do you watch Grownish? Grownish just started. Too. Oh, I just started watching Blackish. Okay, so, so you need to I get into like, one before the other. Right. And I was like, why did I just start watching this? Because this is amazing. I love it. Insecure, obviously. Westworld, yes. Game of Thrones, double yes. <laughs> I said Broad City. Broad City is great. I'm just trying to think. And it's just like, um, oh, okay. Let's talk about it. So I watched this show called Obsessive Compulsive Cleaners. Okay, I'm with you. It's like from like BBC, like it's on BBC. All right. So good. It's like people who like obsessively clean their houses, like sometimes they'll spend four hours a day cleaning. They go to like hoarders houses and they like help them clean. That's nice. So good. (laughs) I like Did you ever watch Niecy Nash's Clean House? I haven't. Oh, Get into that one. I should watch that because I love cleaning. I love spot cleaning. Ever since I figured out how filthy everyone's couches are, I'm like, spot clean it, boo. Spot clean it. So really into that. Super size versus super skinny. I don't know why I watched that. Another BBC reality like trash show. Fair enough. Um, It's like where they swap diets. It's just showing that you can also be like super skinny and unhealthy. Like it's just, you know. Um. Very interesting. Uh, but it's also, like, kind of a nice background noise because there's not much that happens in that show. So it's kind of, like, company. Like, I have these, like, two friends that are with me for an hour yeah. while I'm working. They're just, like, kind of telling me about their life while I'm, like, ignoring them and designing a logo. Has um, anyone seen Queer Eye? Love Queer Eye. I need to – should I watch it? Start watching it? A thousand percent. Okay. There's, like, a new, there's like, a new Queer Eye, right? Okay. Yes. Okay. Oh, yeah. It's on Netflix. Okay. Watch it now. Yeah, I need watch to watch it immediately. The new one. I watched the old one religiously. Oh, you haven't seen the new one? No, I watched the old one religiously. And that's going to be hard to top for me. I think they go there. Yeah? Yeah. I would like to think if they brought it back intentionally, 
it would be like phenomenal. They do it in Georgia. Oh. They go they it's so smart the way that they produced it because in the beginning it's like I've seen the first maybe five episodes and they kind of like they dip into like more conservative person's home. So it's like, okay, we're gonna start here. And then they the next one is a Trump supporter. And that they just keep building into Whoa. these people that don't like then they do someone who's like super Catholic or like super um, a sect of the church that really hates um, gay people and they go there and they had they have the boys do these one-on-ones where they like talk about how they weren't accepted in the church and they grew up like as a choir boy and they really have these intense moments they do one with a police officer and the black guy that's on it and they really like go there and it's like these five I like was tweeting <laughs> was tweeting them the other day and I was like come to my house like to have these five men who are just like you're so amazing you're so incredible you know, they buy you like all new like clothes and they're just like, you're so great. You're so gorgeous. Like there's so much love that they just shower right. on these people and yeah. you're just, your heart cracks right open and it's just, it's made with so much love. And then the boys are so like, they're so kind with each other. Like at some points, like if somebody's crying on the show or like the guy gets like really overwhelmed, they cried every episode. Like the one man will just like they'll just start like hugging each other and like Aww. holding each other. There's just yeah. I just it's I'll have to ugh. check it out. Like that it's everything. Really good because I like shows where people are nice to each other. Yeah, there's so it's made with so much love and it's made it's it's entertaining and it's fun and you're getting style tips and you're seeing it and it's gorgeous. Right. But there's a social active base that they just sneak in and it, they they do it so well. It's not hitting you over the head. It's not like we're going to Trump's America. Right. You know, it's it's really well done. Yeah, the original the original was so loving and they were the whole like basis of it was like patience and compassion. Mm-hmm. And there's a great episode where they're teaching a guy how to shuck oysters. Oh my. Because God. he lives like on the coast and he's never had oysters cuz he just like eats mac and cheese for dinner every night like or whatever. From the box. Yeah. And one of the so the guy who's like in charge of the cooking portion of queer eyeing him um is like showing him how to shuck oysters which is really dangerous because it's slippery and the knife is super short sharp mm-hmm. and it's just like a really technical thing to do yeah and the guy's just like is this the right way is this the right and he's like shaking and you're like watching him with this knife and the guy's like nope that's not that's not how you do it and he's like but let me show you how <laughs> he's like let me like get back into this and it's like oh my god in another show like it would they would let him cut his hand off but right. it was like just so much he really wanted to pay all the attention to like Really teach him how to do it. And mm-hmm. like, it's, I love that show. Yeah, it's very Everything sweet. was given that kind of attention. Yeah, and the families are given so much love. And RuPaul recently on What's the Tea did an episode about it. Oh, nice. And I'm thinking he might do a guest appearance. There's something, it oh. felt, because I know Carson and him, he's a judge and stuff and they're right. friends. But it felt very intentional for them to name it and talk about it. And I would love that. I love RuPaul on Broad City too. I have not seen the new season of Broad oh, City. It's not on Hulu yet. It's so good. I, I have like it. a cable password from someone oh, yeah. that I knew from like a while ago. And just, so now I get all the shows. Yes. I ju- it. Actually, it's so funny that you mentioned that because I just recently stole my father's and have been like, oh my God, I can watch this show now and this show you now and this show it. now. You got to get on it. But and look, I hadn't even thought about that. I forgot about the most important show of all the shows. Please tell us. This is what bonded me and my roommate together. Now we're BFFs because of this show. 90 Day Fiance. Let's talk about it. I've been hearing a lot about this show. <laughs> it's so I have good. not seen it, but I've oh, heard a lot of endorsements for it. You have. You must. It's the... the it's bonkers. It's bonkers. What's the premise? Well, it's like people from the U.S. 
they like either go online or whatever. They're like lonely and they find someone in another country who and they bring them here on a fiance visa. And it's just documenting their like build up to getting married in 90 days. And it is so, yeah, because like the people like who are the uh, the Americans, their families are so messed up and they're like, you just want a green card. Like they are so <laughs> racist and like so messed up. You're like, oh, my God. And then it's just like some of these people just shouldn't be together. And you're just seeing like it's just like looking into people's relationship dysfunction and then like seeing them trying to just keep working on it. And you're like, why? It's just so much drama. My roommate and I, we like binge the. Heck. Where do we watch it? Um, it's on TLC. So I, with that cable password, it's your key to success and love and happiness. You just take that cable password and plug it in. Scoot it right on over to TLC. (laughs) Yes. Get on it. Amazing. Are you watching any of the housewives? I watch them when I'm home. Like when I'm like at my parents' home, my grandfather's home. I mean, because it's kind of like easy to like pick up. It's never like, you're never like, I don't understand the backstory. You're like, all right, cool. Explain it all for you. (laughs) Yeah. It's just like, you could just drop in and you're like, all right, you can just like pop back out. It's not, it's like a very low commitment show. So I will watch it when I'm in North Carolina. Amazing. Yeah. Oh my gosh, we're so over time. We could talk to you all day long. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and we fun. should. We should just keep it rolling. Yeah, Wish please we come back. Come back I and we'll will. talk about all of the things. Yes. Yeah. Especially as, as shows I'm, keep coming. And I'm sorry, Shangela. I, I love you. I'm Lisa sorry. Edwards. I you were, and I'm sorry, Lisa. I love you too. I love you both. I don't They're know both why. Big personality, They're iconic both, personalities. Right. I just don't know why. It's just like, I think that's my dream person is Shangela and Alyssa, like mixed. This episode is going to be called I'm Sorry, Shangela. <laughs> <laughs> How can we support you? How can we follow you? Yes. If you want to follow me on Instagram, Twitter, it's Yo Eves. I make a lot of music videos. If you want to follow me on YouTube, that would be great. Um, And yeah, just like keep sharing my videos and my music around. Like that? Yeah. Just like that. Spread it around the internet. Thank you so much. You're amazing. Happy Feminist Wednesday, gals. Happy Feminist Wednesday. Bye. Chub, rub, the day is just heating up So what, these boy shorts are inching up Thick guy sundress, I'm looking good Hey guys, I'm Lissa Mandel. I'm Philip Cassell. And we're here from The The Bitch Bitch Seat, the podcast. It's an interview show where we talk to guests about the horrible and beautiful parts of their youth. We like to think of it as an adult talk show and tell. A grown-up show and tell. There you go. Like that. So for a teaser, here's some magnetic poetry that I wrote on my fridge when I was 12. Hit it, Phil. Dreams of whispered music felt snow white and lathered me in delirious symphonies. The ache within is black and bitter. A thousand frantic shadows scream and chant bitterly. I sleep on a lake of a thousand diamonds. You were 12? Yeah, I was way ahead of my time. Fair enough. Tune in. This has been an Atlantic Transmission production. Hey!